This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is September 8th, 2023, and this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined as always by NYC Demon Diva Issa. And tonight, Lobo Boyce making his debut on the Friday SmackDown podcast. How's it going? You know, I'm doing fantastic, man. Hanging out with the legends themselves. We talked about this before we went live. I'm just lucky to be here. Oh, well, thanks, man. We're lucky to have you. Uh, so SmackDown tonight, we were talking off the air. Issa and I saying this felt like a repeat, but Flobo, you really like tonight's show. Yeah, there were some things I actually thought that were kind of repeat, but I like the the gang warfare between Street Profits and Lashley and Judgment Day and the bloodline fracturing. We might have ourselves a War Games type match in the future. I'm not really sure about that. LA Knight's rise is confirmed because last week I was wondering whether or not it's wobbly. And of course, it felt like a tight two hours on a Friday night. So I you know, can't go I wrong with it. that. No, I'm with you. Could we could we have seen the birth of Bludgment Day? tonight oh, yeah that, i want to talk about that for sure yeah the super group it's happening isa what will happen if damian priest tries to take the leadership away you need to stop Roman right Reigns? now you need to stop right now we're not having that conversation thank you just fantasy book this a little bit pretend they're, they're uh, they pretend be, they're they, they, be, they become best friends that? They become best friends. That's how I fantasy book it. I sound like Jack Farmer right now, but yes, that's exactly what I would do. I will have them become best friends and yeah. <laughs> and they just hold hands and skip to the backstage to yeah. catering. Yeah, I don't know about the holding hands part. No. You could do that. You could do that kind of in a we talked about we way. talked about this. We talked about this. That would be they, they should if Roman Reigns and Damian Priest unite, that should be the sex gods, not Jericho and Sammy Guevara. You know, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. That's what I will. If you tell me the tag team name is the sex gods, that's what I will picture, not whatever. Anyways, let's move on. Oh, Flobo, you're <laughs> muted. It's like never romance gods. It's always sex gods, you know? The romance yeah. gods. Well, Los Lotharios tried <laughs> to Yo, be very Stop, stop right now. Bye. <laughs> hey, you know, now they're possessed by wolves. Like, uh, it's going to be a good time. Uh, the tantalizing Tony wrestling show with a 999 super chat that would once get you a month of the network saying this was a solid smackdown in here for Issa. You guys are okay too. Well, hey, I'll take it. <laughs> Shout out to tantalizing Tony. We love him over on my channel. Damn, and Shelbowski, Canadian $2. That's like a buck fifty American saying, Phil, you also enjoy watching paint dry, boring show. Wow. I mean, I did it once. It really wasn't great not watching paint dry stuff, but this night that wasn't that bad. Depends on the shade. You ever paint oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a nice like like crimson red and you're like, ooh, that's so striking. It just right, looks so right. nice. <laughs> Drawing oh, on God. the wall. Uh, no, I think tonight was good. You know, I'm still riding high off Tuesday in NXT and the idea that Becky Lynch is coming back to NXT to challenge Tiffany Stratton for that women's NXT championship. Oh, yeah. Needs to happen. Needs to happen. Yes. And uh, she's going to be able to get a little bit of rest because she wasn't able to to go to the the Super Show in India due to her passport having a tear in it. Yeah. Grayson Waller was still jealous of that. 
Yeah, I've, I've never heard of that before. I, I guess it's definitely within the purview of uh, the United States government or the Indian yeah. government. I, just, I think I, it was the airline. Yeah, I, just, I had never saw that before. So that's a really unfortunate thing. Natalia had to work two matches, once against Zoe Stark, yeah. once against Rhea Ripley. Work course. Well. Yeah, shout out to Natalia, man. Step it up. They don't Come call on. her the boat for nothing, Flobo. That, that's true. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so tonight... We were at TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, get ready for the press release that it was the highest grossing live event WWE has ever had in Boston. Um, Fair. Yeah. I don't know about that because they had Survivor Series there oh, last true. year. And true. Uh, I believe if you look at WrestleTix, uh tickets number, because I, I am an avid follower of their account, I think they did better when they have Raw there back in March. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Well, we shall see. Uh, tonight, we opened with Damage Control with Dakota Kai versus Shotzi and Charlotte Flair. Shotzi and Charlotte trying to coexist as a tag team. Can anybody coexist with Charlotte Flair? It's tough. It's tough. Uh, Flobo, how are you feeling about what they've done with Shotzi? They gave her quite a story arc with Bailey and the cutting of her hair. We know in real life she did this in solidarity with her sister who's sure. undergoing radiation therapy. Uh, Shotzi, though, on her return, kind of had her thunder stolen. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm torn because I don't think this character is going to be as strong. It actually seems a bit more gimmicky than mm. the, the tank and the green hair Shotzi that we're used to. But at the same time, once got into the main roster, she was going by the way of like sanity, right? Being so hot on the NXT roster, going to main and disappearing. We'll talk about that later on today. So I'll take what I can get. If, if Raquel Rodriguez is going to show her back instead of being big mommy cool and I have to accept that, then I'm okay with accepting this version of Shotzi is watered down as it is. But you're in a match with Charlotte Flair. It's Charlotte Flair. All hail the queen. Doesn't matter who you are. You're going to be second best in that tag team. Wow. You said, how did, how did this uh, match work for you? And what did you think of Asuka interfering and in getting up in Eo Sky's face? I loved it. I loved everything about it. I think Chelsea looks so badass, and and he can't, I can't state it enough. Like, it's awesome. And she did get the pin over Bailey. There was a lot of shenanigans here, but I was very intrigued by seeing Chelsea getting the pin on Bailey and see where this goes. I thought the match was a banger. Um, a lot of really good moments, a lot of really good counters. There was a couple of counters between uh, Bailey getting out of the figure four that I appreciated just because mm. of the history that they had at this point. Bailey should be able to kind of figure out what Charlotte is going to do next. Um, and yeah, I absolutely love Asuka showing up. Obviously, we're all just waiting for them to serve us the EO and Asuka, you know, uh, feud on a plate. And, and it looks like we're getting them a little upset. I think there's going to be some shenanigans that they announced it for two weeks from now. I mm -hmm. thought this is definitely a freaking fast lane match and I don't want to see a rematch. I don't care if it ends on we're going to have to have a rematch. I would have rather them let them build up the field for a few weeks with some strong promos and back and forward and just book it for uh, mm. fast lane over getting it in two weeks to have a crappy finish and then do it again at the pay-per-view. But overall, I'm just happy that we're getting it. I was happy that the women's open and again, a banger. I really enjoyed this match. Yeah, I thought it was good. Good start to the show. Uh, a lot going on in the women's division. And I think with Asuka and Io, that's going to be a hell of a match. I, I hope they let them do that with that interference. But, I mean, this is WWE. Yeah, I have questions there. Like, technically, it's an antagonist, heel versus heel kind of a thing. It might be a banger, too. But I guess because of the natural order of things, because the Kota Kai is in the shelf, man, how many losses can Bailey have on TV? So something breaks and we go, oh, mm. we don't really trust damage control at all, bro. We? Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, we had Jimmy Uso and Paul Heyman 
backstage. Jimmy's saying, still in the bloodline because no one's informed him that he was out. Works for me. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, the, the tribal chief apparently offered him a house, a car, and a yacht, and can we all praise the tribal chief for being such a caring individual and taking care of his family? What a provider. I mean, doesn't get any better than Roman Reigns, right? <laughs> Dude, the Lord's work. I love it. <laughs> there should be Welcome continuity. to Friday's bubble. It's your first time yeah. here. You just, just keep waiting. No. And this, <laughs> this is going to show, wait, show that he didn't show up. You just wait when you got to cover it when he's there. You're going to hit me. <laughs> right. What if uh, Roman is trolling and he accepts it and it's Gigi Dolan's old house that was condemned? Oof. The m house? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Terms and conditions apply. Yes, and then exactly. he gets Fandango to show up and fix it up. What is going on? So we could your fantasy, fa- book your fantasy booking is crazy. He flips houses in real life. He does, and he does a great job at it. Yeah, that's why he doesn't need to wrestle for a living. He's making money off that real estate. Um, but Speaking of Roman, my dog just walked into the room, and I feel like he heard me say Roman and thought I was talking to him. Tonight, we heard from America's sweetheart, L.A. Knight. Addressing the Boston crowd. Flobo, how are you feeling about LA Knight? Kind of getting that push that the audience has been wanting to see. Oh, absolutely. You know, I was a little worried a couple of weeks ago. I thought that maybe the crowd was fickle. They were starting to be a little <laughs> lukewarm on LA Knight. Didn't have the strongest promos. I mean, to be honest with you, I think Miz kind of beat him on promo for promo. But this time was kind of the reset for me. That first LA Knight, yeah, from the crowd, and they gave it back to him. And he's like almost breaking character. I go, this guy can pretty much run to Mania right now. And I think bounced back with a strong promo that buried the Miz, buried Kevin Nash, and totally eventually buried Grayson Waller and Austin Theory. It was a, a good set for that, for sure. Um, Issa, how you feeling? How you feeling about LA Knight's ascent here? And is he now the, the top star on SmackDown since Roman's not there? First of all, show some respect. Um, second of all, he <laughs> stepped away to allow some people to step up and see if there's anybody that can be up to that level. Clearly not yet, but we can get there. I like the LA Knight's promo. I like what LA Knight is doing. I just thought that uh, Austin Theory had a lot of facts in his promo back to him that were ignored, like talking about all that he's accomplished, while LA Knight hasn't really done much. Not that it's LA Knight's fault, but I do think that everybody's just talking about how great LA Knight did, and we're just ignoring the fact that Grayson Waller and Austin Theory, not only do they make a good pair, but they mm. have some facts to drop on LA Knight. Uh, is, I, I don't I don't like it. I don't I don't like Theory and Grayson Waller together. Really? Not at all. I, I don't. I don't I, and here's the reason why. Grayson Waller, to his credit, has been the original version of Austin Theory's character, the selfie mm-hmm. version. And he made it work for him. He got it from NXT to the main roster. But ever since Austin Theory moved to SmackDown with that title, he has become vanilla. Maybe French mm-hmm. vanilla, the little specks in them. So now you put that together. I go, well, Grayson Waller, yeah, he's older, but he's talking more. He's a bit snappy with the dialogue. Mm-hmm. He knows to get on the people's skin. I want more Grayson and less Austin. I think this might be a really bad move for the Pirates that I thought Grayson on commentary was good uh, during the match when LA Knight was defeated. Yeah, he was. <laughs> He's yeah, fun. He was. But yeah, there are a lot of like, but it, it reminds me though, it's like when the two most annoying people you know start hanging out together and you're just like, it's fine as long as I don't have to be around it. <laughs> like Michelle McCool and Layla L. Real talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think uh, I like what they're doing with this tag team. I think it's going to work for them. So Flobo, I was saying that Austin Theory was in trouble when Grayson Waller was put on SmackDown. 
because it's two it's two sides of the same coin. Um, you can't have two people that similar for gimmicks. So I think pairing them up was probably the the logical way to address that. Because if they were both just staying in singles competition, there can as you know, quote the Highlander, there can be only one. Oh, absolutely. I get the idea on paper, but what I'm yeah. seeing right now is Grayson Waller totally eating Austin Theory's lunch, and yeah. he's saying, "I'm young," and that won't work over time. So something has to change. But I get it though. I really do. do you think? That seems like a Vince thing where it's like, well, I'm going to pair them together and one of them is just going to outshine the other and then we'll, you know, future endeavor the other one. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I'm just here for them becoming a town down under tactic. Down that's down. Yeah, that's it. That's the only reason why I want it. I know Dylan mentioned earlier, but uh, they said it on the commentary and I was like, I just need them to become a tag team just for that name. Yeah. Uh, Paul Heyman and LA Knight. He even put it back in his place, didn't he? Masterful. Yeah, masterful. Doesn't do a lot for LA Knight and his massive push when even Paul Heyman is just saying, "Uh, who are you? You have a catchy phrase. Good for you. Uh, Knock before you come in here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is is the post-authority WWE. There's no Mr. McMahon or there's no Triple H knockdown, but someone says, oh, I know who you are, by the way. Who are you? I mean, why not give that extra side quest LA Knight? We want more side quests is what we want. Yeah, I like the uh, the facials that LA Knight made during this segment. Like, I have respect because when Paul Heyman is like, oh, we haven't been formally introduced. I'm a massive fan. And you see, like, LA Knight crack for a second. Like, go like, oh, are you? And then when Paul Heyman starts schooling him, you can see him, like, get mad. I love seeing the difference in, like, his facial expression from where it started to where it went. Um, so I appreciated that on his end. But, you know, if he's supposed to we want LA Knight to get this push, right? It just feels like, why would you have, and I get it, a lot of people ignore it, but why would you have Austin Theory kind of bury him by mentioning all that he's accomplished and, and what LA Knight hasn't accomplished? And then you have Paul Heyman kind of dismiss him. It just doesn't feel like that does him any favors. But hey, he got the win. He's going to face the miss again. So hopefully that yeah. elevates well, him a little bit. Oh, yeah, it's in a good place. But, Flobo, let's not overlook your brilliant idea for a gimmick or a storyline of giving a character side quests. And someone backstage is like, excuse me, I lost my chicken. He's somewhere (laughs) running around backstage. (laughs) Skip dialogue, skip dialogue. Yeah. Wait, what was it? (laughs) That would be amazing. (laughs) Just to have a wrestler have to go on side quests during during a storyline. Yeah, I'm backstage getting a uh, jump rope uh, or doing push-ups or something. Yeah, or someone being like, hey, uh, we were planning to rob this bank and our getaway driver bailed at the last minute. <laughs> can you Ooh, call everyone yeah. crash goblins in a minute or less? <laughs> yes, I sure can. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, no, I really, uh, I like what they're doing with LA Knight. I think The Miz is still a great opponent for him. There's mileage left in that. And then Judgment Day making a great appearance tonight, talking about Dominic Mysterio's one-year anniversary in the stable but they were interrupted by the brawling brutes. Yeah, I like them. Man, they look good. I'm sorry, I'm not sure. Maybe it's because they were like separate a lot of times or or they would come out to interrupt segments, but I don't feel in no shade because I know that Glenn loves his Sami Zayn. I'm not sure that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn made these titles look the way that they look on Judgment Day. There's just a different <gasps> swag that they're carrying on them. It just, it, they feel more important. So I'm not sure what didn't work with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, but it does feel like the tag titles feel slightly elevated right now. Maybe it's because they kept doing the stage five clinger thing with Sami and the Bloodline. They're still doing it. He could 
couldn't wait for Jay Uso to show up on, on Raw to like come out there and mm-hmm. try to replace Kevin Owens real quick because that's just the kind of guy that Sami Zayn and Jay Uso both are betraying you know the people that they love that's just what they do but um regardless I think the tag titles look incredible on the Judgment Day and to see the Judgment Day dripping in gold it's a it's a it's a, it's a great sight stage five clinging dang yeah that's what that's what Sammy is saying I mean, yes. <laughs> Judgment Day is the new bloodline. I guess, stop comparing yeah. them. They're not even the same. They're family because they're the family that you choose. The bloodline are start stuck together by blood. Judgment Day is the family that you choose. Like that stupid motivational quote about friends. Friends are the family that you choose. That's what Judgment Day is. It's a I whole mean, different kind of faction. I'm just saying, you know, Backstreet Boys was first, but Insync did it better. Ooh. I mean, that's that's a that's a very high take, and I disagree because I think like. Insync had a nice trajectory, but they kind of flamed out. You know what I'm saying? It's like longevity. I'm just, I'm just, I'm triggered now. You know, if um, if one of the Backstreet Boys could have had a solo career, it would have been a different story. Fair enough. Fair no enough. No one was signing up to buy a Brian Latrell album. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did. But, I did uh, buy JC's album, so maybe Insync. Schizophonic is tight. JC's was a banger. Like yeah, that album was great. Yeah. yeah. Underrated. Yeah. Underrated. Uh, well, Absolutely. I just want to say a cringe moment is when Ridge Hollis says he breaks people, and you're like, "Bro, you actually do." Stop bro, saying like, that. Too real. Too real. I thought the same thing. I was like, "Please stop." <laughs> right. I hate when they do that, and I know they think like, "Oh, this is just making a part of the story," but it's I don't know, man. You know, it's like <sighs> not your finest moment. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, God, I hadn't even thought about that aspect of it. But um, I mean, this match was was fine for what it was. I just like seeing Judgment Day on SmackDown. I think they have so much energy the, right now. It was the best, more entertaining night, uh, fight of the night, I would dare say. I mean, I like AJ, AJ and Jimmy, but I thought it was very slow-paced compared to what mm. we saw here from the tag teams. I like this match a lot. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of which, God, we're already there, and then we're going to talk more about uh, some of where this is going right now. But Jimmy Uso versus AJ Styles. I've noticed this. AJ, think back when we talk about, you know, SmackDown, the house that AJ Styles built. I feel like AJ is the master of doing these multi-segment main events where yeah. he can get his stuff and he can make his opponent look good, but he can also pace the match in a way that still feels natural, but still take a sweet time when he needs to. to uh, space and his hair always legs. looks incredible. <laughs> Look at the volume. <laughs> yes. He's got the best hair. AJ will go down as one of the best SmackDown talents of all time. I mean, this yeah. he is a, he is the guy that the champ that runs the camp, the face that they built. But uh, this match here shows. I mean, you think about back when they had the IC matches a couple years ago mm-hmm. and they just said AJ, Daniel Bryan, just go. I mean, we got a bit of that now. It was kind of wonky of how they got there because you know, OC, we'll get to it why they weren't backstage or whatever, but the match itself was pretty dope for me in that. Yeah, I was enjoying watching. I think with Jimmy, like it, it was different. But the thing with having Solo there and then having Judgment Day, I mean, they're setting up a lot of story right now. I mean, in fact, so Issa, this I think kind of proves the point that um, going to make a dated reference here, but bear with me. Like, there was a stretch of like happy days where, like, you know, the Fonz couldn't be there for a couple episodes and they really had to pull like triple duty to keep you watching happy days without Fonzie. And I feel like without Roman Reigns there, they're, you know, they're getting Potsy, Ralph Mouth, Richie Cunningham, Mr. Cunningham, Joni, Chachi, everyone involved, just so you're not thinking, where's Fonzie? 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like I said, our tribal chief is such a giving individual that he knows that when he's there, he commands all the attention and everybody just wants to see him. So he knows he has to step away in order to give people other opportunities to have the spotlight on them. What a what a what a great tribal chief we have. But we are so lucky to be in the Roman Reigns era and be here experiencing and living it. And how, again, generous guy, the tribal chief. But yeah, I agree with you. They have to make it work. And I love that a lot of things tonight, but uh, we didn't even talk about the face-off. The best part of the night was the face-off between the Judgment Day and the Street Profits mm-hmm. with Bobby Lashley. Oh, that's when, right. Yeah, when sorry. the Judgment Day won their tag team match against the Brawling Brutes, uh, Bobby Styles uh, Bobby Styles. Bobby Styles. <laughs> Bobby, <laughs> Wait, Bobby Styles. That's DJ like Bobby Styles. No, no, no. Bobby like, that's Lashley. a matchup. I want to see Bobby Styles. <laughs> no. Bobby Lashley music hits, and I immediately won the match, right? And we don't have mommy there because she is in India doing doing her thing. So you get a perfect three-on-three stare down, mm. which I absolutely love because, you know, you have Angelo and Dom at the end, and I was like, yeah, they're the children of the factions, right? Like, like Bobby Lashley had to teach Angelo how to dress, and then you have Damian Priest talking about how dumb is like a literal child on the bump. If you missed it, go back and watch it. That was hilarious. They have to go to restaurants where they only offer chicken tenders. I'm a chicken tender only kind of girl, so I respect that. But um, but Wait, yeah, what? I saw, I is that saw true? The, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I saw the stare down, and I automatically wanted the match. So I. Well, I like the continuation because if you go back and you remember, there was some business dealing between Paul Heyman and Damian Priest months mm. ago where, where Paul Heyman asked Damian Priest to take care of Sammy saying to take care of Kevin Owens. This goes way back if you've been paying attention. But because you teased the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley and Judgment Day, I was like, wow, we're really involving Judgment Day in every storyline on SmackDown and seeing one hit. When I didn't, I didn't need the beatdown of AJ Styles afterwards. I think with Judgment Day and Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. That's 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 it. That's the one, and then do the other one later. But because you have Solo getting involved on the on the finish, then you have you know Judgment Day come out. The ending just felt a little convoluted. Where I think that mm. Judgment Day and Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits could be a money field for them. Mm. Well, we'll see. I like chicken tenders. They're cool. I had no idea you're a chicken tender only person. That's pretty cool. Uh, I, I'm with you to a point. Look, the thing is about. The, the, the Judgment Day, no, the Bloodline, excuse me, is that unlike other TV shows and movies, we don't really see what the, the, the crime family does. So we don't really know how deep the Bloodline goes. And so mm. I can understand people saying, well, it's kind of boring. But this week, though, you really have some different machinations in there with Paul Heyman, Stroll trying to show some weight, Jimmy's trying to come back, Jay's on Monday Night Raw. We still don't know who's coming to SmackDown. I thought that was going to be revealed this week, and it's not. So it's they did it, but Paul Heyman was trying to get the tea, which I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciated him like mentioning it, because if you stop thinking about it, you forgot that they do have somebody coming in. 
Yeah, absolutely. And there's only one or 1.5 choices of who that could possibly be. And the other half choice is Kevin Owens, right? Let's be real. It's Cody. But uh, but yeah, there's other things to get into. But you're right. The the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley and the Judgment Day, I like the idea of the, these splinter groups trying to jockey for position because everyone knows the bloodline is going to collapse. And the biggest swerve of it all is if the bloodline doesn't. I think if that happens, that'd be so much fun to be like, oh, no, where do we do now? Where does this gang warfare go? Right. I think that the bloodline has already kind of collapsed in my book, but we'll see where it goes. But it I, don't think, I don't think that Roman should trust anybody. Except Sami Zayn. No, except, except me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So... Um, I think it's exciting with Bobby and the Street Profits. Uh, I think they've been building this in an interesting way, not the most direct way, but I think this will be this will be a good feud. I'll be curious to see if I. But why would Judgment Day give up any of the gold right now? They're not gonna. I know. And I and I think that we're in for the long run with Priest holding the briefcase. Yeah. I don't. I don't see Priest cashing anytime, anytime soon. To be honest with you, I don't know. I mean, I like that they keep teasing it. I'm telling you, they're they're really. I know that is their phrase, but they really are making Judgment Day run WWE and involving them in every mm-hmm. freaking storyline. We saw it on Monday with Priest kind of watching what Seth was doing. Like they're 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 not letting you forget that he has that briefcase. But I personally think that he should hold it for a long period of time, and maybe we should like focus on the tag team division right now because I do think. You see them come out with the tag titles. It looks badass. It feels badass. And I'm okay with them holding the title and creating a couple of really good feels without the things that we used to seeing all the time. Yeah. Like now the Usos are on separate brands. So we already at least know that the Usos are not going to be contenders. They carry these belts for over a year. So it's just good to see some refreshing things happening in that in the division. Um so Jimmy and AJ in the main event tonight. AJ getting the win, but interesting with Solo Sokoa showing up and then Priest and Finn blindsiding Styles after his win and uh, tossing him to to Solo. Mm -hmm. An alliance is being formed. Well, that's what I was talking about, like extra things, right? I need more from Solo now. We get it. He is the heavy. He's been sent by an other power inside the family. This has to make sense if Roman's not here. But going even before that... The reason why it even happened is that the OC was was like barred from ringside, which is a, is a lot, lot in logic because, frankly, the whole reason why AJ is feuding with Bloodline yeah. is because they disrespected me again, but she, she was goofing off too for some reason. So there's that as well. So AJ's out alone, and now he's being fed to Solo, but then J, JD's back and is hanging out like we made a deal backstage. So this is why I think it's for the best because I want to tune in next week and see why that is. If you're Judgment Day and you have all the gold, and everyone fears you, and you're running three shows at once, why would you work with the Bloodline, who looks like mm. a weakened version of Bloodline? This is why I'm like, yeah, tell me more, baby. <laughs> Can we talk about how I want to take Solo Sokoa uh, to play poker with me? Because that face did not break the entire match. Oh like, he's got to have the best poker face I've seen in the business. He's great. Duke Hudson is scared. Duke <laughs> that poker room's coming back. He's gonna. Oh, maybe he uh, yeah, like needs to raise tuition money for Chase U. He's gonna open the poker room back up. Wow! I'm just saying that was the best. Like the entire time the camera flew to him, he was making the exact same face, never budge, not once. I was like, respect. 
No, I think it's good. I think that it's exciting where it goes. But yeah, there. I mean, it's it's Roman left big shoes to fill. Not only in terms of his actual presence, but his presence in the storyline. And see, I think it's it sounds weak when Paul's like, "Oh, Roman said this." Because to go back to the Happy Days thing, when you're watching a sitcom and the character's not there, and they're like, "Oh, what's going on? We got a letter from Fonzie," and they start reading it, they couldn't even bother get Henry Winkler to come in and do voiceover. Like, you, it's just it, to me, it highlights Roman's absence when they try and make it seem like like Roman's watching this match at home. Roman ain't watching this match at home. <laughs> I I grew up on Happy Days. I'm not sure if anyone understands that, that reference because I'm an old man. I I get it. Like, yeah, I hear, I hear what you're saying, man. Or like on Three's Company when Suzanne Summers like had a contract <laughs> dispute and Chrissy would that call. That doesn't help. Like, you went from one old reference to a probably even older one, Glenn. That's not going to help anybody. Tuesday oh, nights right. on ABC, but at least then Suzanne Summers would call in every week and have a conversation with Janet. The Joyce to wit, and like they made it seem like Roman's not even Roman's not even sending in like a vlog or like like they're not even pretending to FaceTime with Roman. Like Roman's not sending a voicemail, you know. Or I mean, I don't know. It just seems like Let's he couldn't be more tuned out. Roman, you're acting like Sammy saying now. I mean, I mean, Glenn has a point. Like, what does Roman do when he's not at the arena? Does he sit in a chair on the beach? Does he? Yeah. Do, taxes? Don't you think I would love to know, Flo? We all know. I probably would like to know more than anybody. He could take five minutes and knock out five one-minute videos where he's like, "Jimmy, tonight I want you to beat AJ Styles in that match. Make me proud." Tribal Chief out. Like they could do something. Please stop making him lame. I mean that that that's kind of weird. Tribal chief out. Yeah, but I'm saying like Dude, okay, so, so, okay, so maybe... tribal chief. Come on. <laughs> I'm saying it's a little weird because when Paul Heyman says it, actually, that would be the masterful storyline. Is that Roman's so tuned out, but Paul Heyman just starts making stuff up that Roman's That's what saying. I think is happening. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I personally always do. I don't think he talks to Roman. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I don't. I don't think Roman even has his number saved. Honestly, <laughs> probably has it muted on Twitter. Like I guarantee wow. you that. Wow. Roman don't care. Yeah. Um... He's giving somebody else the opportunity to step up. Who's gonna step up? I like that Gals Anderson are back in WWE. I like that Mia is getting something to do. But they have made the club feel very inessential to AJ. Yeah. In yeah, to a, a point that I kind of want them to break up. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's just something about them that's not clicking for me. I don't know what it is, but it's not clicking for me. And I, I, I've had issues with, with how they booked AJ Styles, probably since they paired him up with Omas. It just doesn't feel like mm. we have gotten the AJ Styles that wow. we needed. And he's always in a tag team or in a group. And I just miss singles competition AJ. He just keeps going from one tag team to a group. And I do think that they hold him back. I'm sorry. I said what I said. No, I'm not sorry, honestly. <laughs> Fair enough. <yeah. laughs> I'm with that. I think as much as I like the club, they haven't really done much. And the fact that they were kind of like hanging out, like, hey, man, you got involved with the mud line. I told you not to. It's like, yeah, okay, you don't, Carl. <laughs> you know? you like, don't think that AJ looked mad lame going up to Jimmy last week and be like, oh, you made Mishing feel bad. And Jay was like, who? I don't even know who that is. Like, he just, <laughs> he just looks so yeah. silly. Like, I'm like, AJ, this is not who you are. Like, you want to beat his ass because you want to beat his ass. And that's it. You don't need a reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, It's been a little lacking specifically their dynamic right because having a faction should be exciting you should have more interplay you should have more back and forth it should be opening up even more storylines but uh 
you know, I think this is uh, feeling flatter than AJ thinks the earth is. Savage. <laughs> Savage. Every week I every live week. for Glenn. Every, <laughs> every, every week, she week pops Glenn for just like freaking makes the reference and I pop. every Like it never fails. I mean, all we're saying, guys, is have you walked the earth? I'm, I'm kidding. He said, I'm, kidding. He said, I'm, I'm not, not saying. I'm not saying that I think the earth is flat. I'm just saying that they have some good points. <laughs> I mean, corners of the globe, I get it. Yeah. Talking with when Logan yeah, Paul yeah. fake to be a flat earther. Just really, to really? get into, you, you never saw that. He made a video about it on YouTube. He faked to be a flat earther just to get into like the flat earth uh, freaking convention. Just to make, it was like a mockumentary. Good times with Logan Paul. Oh, wow. <laughs> Back no, before I, he started fighting. It was, it, was, it was funny. It was funny. I wish we had like real talking smack back. Oh. And had it yeah. air right after the show. I mean, the last revival they did, just putting it on the next morning, like I think, um, yeah, it's not the same. When you had Daniel, Brian, and Renee, like that was the dream team. Sure. That's that was the best. Play. Those were the days. Yeah. We're now we can you. watch Rampage after SmackDown. Come on, Glenn. I- I'm a level up guy, but it's cool. <laughs> you watch level up? Level it's, up, up it's, a, it's a vibe to watch rookies like at yeah. night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of go over the cold one and watch Tavion Heights. Be- Damn, what Sorry. does that tell you about Rampage? Even Flobo in here was like, no, nah, I'd rather watch level up. Like, I want to watch Rampage, level up. Bro. If we weren't doing this podcast, I'd be watching level up. I heard Stevie Turner was back last week. Yeah. Rampage, Rampage is a better show than Collision based on the numbers. Oh, also, did you notice that Michael Cole uh, on the announcing they've been saying collision a lot lately in like this weird sarcastic way? No, I haven't. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm just reading something into it, but it Uh, seems like I I feel like they're trying to do a little buzzword. Oh my god, you know what you forgot to bring up? Speaking of the tactic division heating up, who was watching the tactic action backstage tonight? Yes, boy. boy. Oh, I loved it so much. I I miss them. I don't even know if 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 Elton is supposed to be our president no, in, the, in the in the wheelchair. Like I don't know who was supposed to be on the wheelchair. I feel like they're trolling with that right now. Yeah, it's Elton. Uh, remember, he's he also got injured by Rich. Ho- okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. Last time I remember seeing them was that incredible backstage bit they did with Tony D'Angelo where they yeah. pretended they didn't know him because he obviously put them out. Oh my god, yeah. that was my favorite thing in the world. I hope they get a good like shot. And like a real relaunch. That's the problem with uh, the unified tag belts. There's only so many opportunities. Well, there's one opportunity for every tag team in the WWE. Yeah. Very they were limited. going before Elton got injured uh, forcibly yeah. by Ridge. Mm-hmm. And so was Big E. And Johnny Gargano was off a couple of weeks after he was injured by Ridge. Holland <laughs> two on NXT. Uh, I see no yeah. patterns. But the he I breaks people. Been... Flobo, he's better himself tonight. I mean, yeah, I know. It's like, I heard uh, but yeah, I think it, I think Pretty Daily is just annoying enough that they don't have a good run and be there for a while. Because mm-hmm. so you you want to boo them, but their music now is like Ab- ABBA inspired. It's like disco. You're mm-hmm. like, oh man, this is great. That's fun. They're a fun team. Uh, they were great in NXT. I think uh, they deserve a real shot on the main roster. Yeah, I mean, they had that amazing tag team match against Sammy and Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. uh, but they put it on SmackDown instead of putting it at Clash. Yeah. Regardless, or was it Money in the Bank? I can't remember, but you know, it was one of them pay-per-views where they just killed it in that uh, SmackDown match. I hope they come back and they put them, you know, I mean, it seems like they're going to put them immediately in a, in a big storyline based on where we saw them place tonight. So Michael's asking, you know, is tonight's story setting up Survivor Series? I mean, it certainly feels like the seed of that, but Survivor Series is like so far away. away. 
Yeah. I don't even think that Fastlane feels that far away and they're already making these matches for next week instead of Fastlane and, and just let, uh you know, like this. I want to see how they do EO and Asuka. I feel like a lot of us have been craving for that feud and for them to see it just announced it on an episode of SmackDown just already feels like they're not going to give it the the build that those two women deserve to have. Yeah, I mean, Fastlane is a month away. That's forever in WWE time. Uh, no, it's not forever if you have a good creative team. That's uh, true, true. So it's forever in WWE time. No. Payback came out of nowhere. I felt like it came out of nowhere yeah. and the card the card showed it. But so, Survivor well. Series hot take release here pay-per-view of the year because really it, it hasn't really had a direction yeah. in like 15 years. Is it bragging rights? Well, red games? versus blue, red versus blue. Yeah, when exactly. they, bragging when rights. They, yeah. No, when you're with NXT kept, involved. When they, that's uh, yeah, what I was gonna say. By accident. <laughs> but when Sorry. they kept the brands really apart. I was mm-hmm. a fan of seeing the champions versus champion. I know I'm, that's a very unpopular opinion, but I didn't mind that when they was really mm-hmm. like they were doing the the brand pay per views. Like you really wouldn't see these people interact with each other the way that yeah. we see it now. So it felt different. It felt different. The NXT year was great. I do gotta give them a little bit of credit making it War Games last year. It made sense. I was there. The crowd was hot for it, but the stories fit in. Can you yeah. build? Fields right now. I mean, it is kind of like almost two months away. Can you build fields right now that feel that they need to end at War Games? Because I do think that that match shouldn't go to just anybody just because we want to put a team on this pay-per-view, right? I I don't know, but I mean, you do have a very faction-heavy direction going right now. Maybe they're doing it. Do something. They got 10 weeks. 10 weeks is the perfect amount of time to do the Judgment Day versus Bloodline storyline. Is War Games back this year? What was that? Is War Games back this year? They haven't announced it. They haven't said it's War Games. They and did it last Regal, year and it was Regal can come out and say it this year. War Games in no, Chicago. Till January, I thought. Mm. <laughs> oh, he can't go on TV till January. That's what I thought. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. We should ask CM Punk. When's Jack Perry coming to NXT? <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Gotta give an NXT name, you know. Preston Walker is coming to NXT. You know? Something like no, that. no, it'll be <laughs> even worse though. Like time to like his dad. And it'll be like, you know, like Brandon Walsh. Like, yeah, it'll be just like a bad, bad portmanteau of uh, Perry Luke. Perry, Perry, Perry Luke. Perry Luke. Perry Luke. No. <laughs> it's coming. Please, please be careful the mentioning of dads if you say it three times in front of a mirror. Chris Cage shows up. So, yeah. chill, you got a chill. father? I was like, damn, Chris Cage. I heard if you, if you say dad in front of your mirror three times in the dark, Chris Cage shows up. Don't try it at home. Outwork everybody. <laughs> Cool. Well, I think that does it for tonight, folks. Uh, you, Rampage that tells you a lot. Look how fast we went through tonight's show. Like, the know. matches were long. You could, I mean, I give him props. Like, I know Flobo said he enjoyed it, and now that yeah. I, after talking about it with you guys, maybe it wasn't that bad, but you could tell that half of the roster was gone, and we, like, the matches, they gave yeah. us such a long time for every match lasted forever tonight. Like, it was one of those shows where you're like, man, I can get through this show pretty fast, like, talking about it, because there wasn't a lot, but yet, there was a lot. So, yeah. Absolutely right. Like you have a brawling bruise without Sheamus, you know. It's kind of like okay, when's uh, when's a real episode mm-hmm. happening? You know. So. I think it was right in the India show too because we didn't see the United States champion tonight, so I'm assuming oh, yeah. that he was on that show. Just I don't know. I forgot. I honestly forgot who the United States champion was, and that's been a problem with the United States championship for me for a while now because it happened when Austin Theory had it too. Oh yeah. Besides Cena, when you think of the U.S. title, like who is like up there for you? Is it? Is it Miz? Is it Shelton? Like what? Like mm-hmm. I don't know. 
I always felt the U.S. title in WWE was kind of like, hey, we have this too. America. I thought it was the best title for Cena, especially when he was doing the Open Challenge. Yeah, Cena killed mm -hmm. it with that title, but he hasn't felt that special again. I mean, you can put it on Bobby Lashley just to start mm -hmm. doing something with this, um, with this faction. I, I would assume. I don't know. I mean, it, it can't. Grayson Waller's not there yet. LA Knight is the other person that mm. I would say, you know, I, I think there's some people that would that if they take it right now, they could elevate the title just based on where they're at. Yeah. LA Knight would be good. Cool. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in. You can find Issa online at NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with the one. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein and Flobo. Where can everyone check your stuff out? Oh yeah, I'm on that X at Flobo Boys and Blue Sky as well. Say what's up. Cool. What thanks for hanging Blue with Sky? us. Uh, it's like it's a guy who invented I'm Twitter. I'm being sarcastic. Oh, uh, okay. Because I have no idea what it is either. I'm just there. Like, hello, children. <laughs> Happy days. I don't know. I just signed back. up for it. That's how everybody, that's how everybody got stuck with threads, and now you can't delete it because it'll delete yeah. your Instagram. I mean, they got us good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and everyone, uh, Sunday, episode two, Matt Morgan, Raj Giri, and I doing Gigantic Pop. Episode two, this time talking about the Goonies and being a kid in the 80s. Uh, stay tuned subscribe to our youtube channel appreciate all the love the wrestling inc family has been showing us and uh we're only doing this reunion because people people requested it so much so uh we'll see you there and then tune in monday for raw coverage here and uh, we'll be back on tuesday for nxt becky lynch on nxt versus tiffany stratton it's gonna be amazing so excited. everybody have a great weekend take care Bye. this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.